What's up, Triple O? My man. Can you hear me? Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Try again. Say it again. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Look at you. What's the setup? Well, you know, this is my store out in Las Vegas. Oh, you're in Vegas now? I heard about the store. Are you in Vegas? I'm here. I had to come check on my cousin here, my business partner. He, You know, he runs everything, RMM Las Vegas, and he runs my store. So I'm out here for a couple of days. Oh, sweet, sweet. So everybody, hold on, hold on first. So everybody, I'm Brett Barish. I own a bunch of wine and spirit brands, Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen. I've got some, my past brands, Ace of Spades and Doucet. Uh, I get to do an amazing series, which we call Self Made. Percy, where I get to talk to cool people in music and sports, entertainment, business, um, a little bit of everybody. And I start off first asking the same question to everybody. Percy, what does self-made mean to you? Self-made is everything to me. You know, self-made is coming out the trenches and making something from nothing. So, so let's talk about the nothing. What was nothing for you? What was it back then? Well, nothing from us is, you know, we used to be in the streets hustling and trying to, you know, make anything from anything. Whatever we can get our hands on, we was trying to flip it and grind it and make it into something. So it could have been clothes. It could have been at the time before cannabis went legal. It could have been weed. It could have been. It could have been a little bit of anything. If it had some value and we had access to it, we was trying to get our hands on it and flip it and make it into something. So anything, food, uh, clothes, even going to the basketball court, trying to hustle somebody for a basketball game to make a couple dollars, any way we wanted it. Was back then, who, who, who were you looking up to? Who... who 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 gave you direction? I mean, it was so many different influences coming out of the city of Pomona. You know, we had we had a few people that made it coming from our city before I got involved and got my feet wet. You know, you had the cocaines, you had the above the laws from uh, KMG, rest in peace, and Cole 187. You got Sugar Shane Mosley, the boxing champ. He comes from Pomona. So we had some inspirations on the positive side, but as well as we had some we had some some famous hustlers come out of Pomona too. So I had both sides to look at. I had the positive things from the music to the sports, but we like I said, we had some famous some real famous players that made some real serious money in the streets. But but what you just to me what you just described is you, you know, you got the music side, you got the hustle side. Those two things together is is big Percy, right? 100%. They go hand in hand, you know. Music, this liquor game, uh, the culture, the store, the fashion, the cannabis, all those things intersect and connect in some kind of way. And we're at the forefront of it because we we did all this. We did all this coming from nothing and now making it into real business and real success. What is... Did you did you have ideas of what you wanted to be, what you wanted to do? My my of course my first passion and my first goals was to play basketball and make it to the NBA. That was my my yeah. goals. 
And I probably could have made it, but at that time I had a super fucked up attitude. You know what I mean? And I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't conform to authority and direction too well as a youth. So that kept me away. But I didn't, you know, got a scholarship and played a little pro ball overseas and that type of shit. But I didn't make it to the pro, pro, quote unquote, pro level. Yeah. So what basketball after, was my what came after? Basketball was well, your basketball first was love. My first, basketball one hundred percent was my first love, and then like I said, my cousin uh, Terrence Sugar Bear Entertainment, he had our record company in Pomona, one of the biggest record companies in the world, but it happened to be out of Pomona. And when I first got my first real quote unquote bag bag of money, I invested in the Powerhouse Records. I invested into our first artist and our first group, which was Cloud Nine. And then that got my feet wet on the management and marketing side, dealing with Powerhouse Records and the artists out of Pomona. And my first management company was Seven South Entertainment. Who was your first, who, say again, who was your first artist that you signed? Our first, very, very first artist that we had on the label was this group called Cloud Nine. It was Ambitious, which Ambitious is still a great friend of mine and now a business partner, and Al Diego. That was our first group. Um, when who, who were you looking up to back then when it came to music? Well, I, like, my, my, my first, you know, the, the godfathers of this, West Coast music and, and hip hop thing. My first, you know, first taste of that and being able to taste it, touch it, and smell it was the Cocaines, the Above the Laws, uh, the Sugar Freeze, and then, of course, loving the Dog Pound and the Snoop Dogs and the Easy E's and the NWAs. That's just the music that I was, you know, that was the music for my spirit and my culture at the time. What do you think when you, when you look at the artists back then, take and use Snoop as the example. What did he, what did he have that you saw that others didn't have? Snoop had that, he had that gangster appeal. He had that swag before swag was even a, a word that we used. And then us being from the same side of the of the street element, that was everything to us. It, it had that gangbang element. It had that hustling element. And then it had that player Mac Pimp shit, too. So all that was us. It was just authentic. It was just at the time. 100%. It, like I said, it, 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 it was the soundtrack. And the, it was a soundtrack to everything that we were doing. It was how we were moving, what we were doing at the time. And I could still go back in my mind and my, my memory Rolodex and remember some of the things that I was doing when that music was playing. Do, do you think, and I'll, taking it forward, because I'm curious, what do you think Wiz has in common with that? Well, that, that's that's crazy you said that. When Wiz first came to the table with Black and Yellow, Snoop's kids uh, 
came to us and was like, you know, talking to Snoop and talking to me. He was like, man, this kid out of Pittsburgh that looks just like you, Snoop. And the, and the boys were, you know, looks like just like you, Dad. And, you know, Snoop's favorite team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. His neighborhood, you know, reps the black and gold. And the boys came to us. And I kid you not, Brett, within maybe less than two, three months, Wiz came to L.A., he found us, and he's been with us ever since that day he came. And then Snoop got on the remix of Black and Yellow, and the rest is history on the family. Now he, we, we all family. Did, 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 does, aside from the commonality of, of – of whether it's Pittsburgh or black and yellow, what did, what do you think Wiz and Snoop have in common? Well, everybody knows what they got in common. It's the weed smoke, you know, <laughs> they are, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> they, yeah. they, I mean, they're the top smokers. They both got that slim bill. They look similar. I mean, they, they, they can look like uncle and, and, and nephew and they got, you know, they got that swag, man. They got that, they got that it factor, I would say. You know what I mean? Wiz, nobody thought Wiz would stay in the game and have the longevity that he has from Black and Yellow. Yeah. And he probably, and he probably has one of the biggest songs in the world ever, that song he did with the guy playing the piano for the Fast and Furious. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Snoop, you know, my grandmother, her birthday today, Snoop's birthday is tomorrow. Snoop calls my grandmother every year or sends her a birthday shout-out and video. And my grandmother's 89, but my little daughter is four. And from four to 89, everybody loves Snoop. Now, and, and, you know, I, uh, just hearing you say that, I think Wiz and Snoop can cross any barrier. I think – that makes make them so unique, whether it's Snoop on uh, with with Martha Stewart or Wiz, he can speak at a conference and yeah. and he can he can be at a corporate five hundred event. I can see them both doing the same things. They're interchangeable. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. You I mean you hit it right on the head. And that that's the game First, I think. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. It just went in and out. Go ahead. Yeah, I think that's you hit it right on the head. Snoop is an icon. He doesn't. He doesn't have to do any music anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. He. I mean, he's like you said. He's doing the Snoop and Martha. He's on the game shows. He's doing stuff with Corona. He's in the tech space. Uh, and that's what now Wiz is seeing. And he, I'm not saying he's following Snoop's path, but he's learning. And now he's putting his business hand down, the stuff he's doing with you guys with McQueen, this other stuff he's doing with the uh, the food delivery stuff. He's putting his hand in everything. And like I tell a lot of artists I deal with, if you got your hand in 10 things and one thing hits, you're doing good. What if all 10 of those things hit? Now you're doing super. Do, do, do with all the things that you got going on, whether it's your own cannabis, the store now in Vegas, uh, you got your own vodka now, True Legacy. How, how, how do you? What moves you? How do you make those moves? 
Well, the things that move me is family, of course, first. And, you know, any time you're able to be blessed to wake up in the morning, you got action at the world. You got action. Bear, you all in the shit. You got action at the world to do whatever you want to do and, and ob- obtain any of the dreams that you ever, ever fulfilled, that ever, ever, anything that you ever thought of, you got action. So my portfolio is always growing. You know, the vodka is out, and I learned that game from you, watching with the different <laughs> things that you've done in the liquor space, and you motivated me. But even dealing with Snoop, some of the brands that he used to deal with, we were making them so much money, it was it came to the point like when we gonna have our own shit. Yeah. So ownership, you know, being able to expand and let your family get a piece of the action, putting them a part of it, and then just that generational wealth, so we can leave it to our kids and their kids, so they can have something. You know, our what we do, we we've had our fun and seen everything. But to see the expressions and see everybody else around you enjoy different things that they never would see without these opportunities, that's where I get my joy. When uh, when you go back to Pomona, what's it like for you? I, I, I go back to the neighborhood at least uh, a few times out of the month, one, to check on my grandmother. She's in the same house that I grew up in, my brothers grew up in, my cousins, she's still there, my aunt's around the corner, I got some other family, my barber's, my barber's still there, I still play golf in the neighborhood. Going back to Pomona is everything for me because that's where it started. That's where all our dreams, riding our bike and fishing, and when, the, when you can hang out and, and ha- not have to worry about anything, it's just a... Uh, it's the foundation. It's the foundation of me. So me going there and doing different things with different artists that's coming out of there and, and, and uh, giving back and taking the time to speak to different people that have ideas and, you know, ask me different questions. I, I have to go back to Pomona because it keeps me grounded and it keeps me focused. How do you – one thing, first, what I love, what I love about you is – you, you're, you're today, but you own your past. You own you own everything that you're taking forward, whether it's the car club now, whether it's holding the pimp the pimp cup, whether it's 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 you love your history, no? You you said it, Brent. And my history is me. My history, the struggle, the you know, I get so many questions every day as Big Percy, what do you do? Big Percy, how did you get so lucky to meet Snoop? Big Percy, where is Big Percy from? How does Big Percy know everybody? That shit didn't come overnight. That was a lot of heartaches and trials and tribulations and deals getting took from me and people hating and everything else. So to make it through the fire and still pushing and still being creative and still being relevant, those things is what keeps me going. Those things are what the things that motivate me. So it's just a, it's, it's just a true, true blessing to still be relevant. And I used to get mad when people called me Unk and Unk, what's up, Unk, man? Oh, and all this. 
But like I said, that's, that's a blessing now. That means the things that I've been doing are now rubbing off, and the things that I've been trying to accomplish are now making a difference and making a factor. What do relationships mean to you? Relationships is everything. You know that, Brent. Relationships are, are the biggest yep. things in the world. Life is about who you know. Life is about yep. who did you cross yep. that you made an impression on that you were able to get that number and, and, and continue dialogue with. Look at, look at how me and you met. Yep. Me and you, been we met years yep. ago trying to do some stuff when you first came up with Bel Air. You see what I'm saying? And yep. when you first did that yep. stuff with Bel Air, yep. I, 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 I talked to you. You talked to me. We actually to get Sorry, sorry, sorry about that. People calling in. No, that's you, okay. Phone part off so people can't call while you're on this. You know how to do that? Uh, you, you can't. Just keep going. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I told people to tune in. I guess they want me to talk to them. But, but what just you like said, the relationship but, but, with me. Correct, but I think that's the key is, and I, I think for anybody listening, the people I always tell is, you know, a relationship is two sides. You got to keep it going. You got to build on it. You, you can't. Well, you can't wait for somebody. You got to lead it, and and that's look, that's look, how you build. Look how many times I've called you. Look how many times yep. I've sent you texts. Look yep. how many times I asked to pick your brain, and. You picked up or you responded 99% of the time, 99% of the time. You've always told me if you could do it or you can't do it. You never sugarcoated it. You kept it real 1,000. I, vice versa, when you ask me different things, and I set up a few meetings with you and Snoop, and nobody's time got wasted. I remember the day you asked me about Rick Ross. You see what I'm saying? So it's yep. Relation, yep. Relationships, relationships are everything. And I pride myself on the relationships that I have. And people say all the time, my phone and my Rolodex is priceless. Yep. Someone said, as a compliment, someone said to me tonight, Percy connects the dots. And I, I, that's Dang. you. You know what I mean? I consider myself one of the one of the cream of the crops of the, the West Side Connector. Sometimes I don't get the credit. Sometimes I don't make a dollar from it, but I'm not in it for that. I'm not in it for that. I'm in it for linking two good people up that have things that they can come together and make something happen for the better of what they were trying to accomplish. I've connected so many dots what? on so many different things. What what are you most proud of? Is there anything that you can that you can put your finger on that makes you most happy that you've done? Even if it's connecting somebody. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just because the times that we're in and what we've been going through with the pandemic and losing people. One of my biggest accomplishments in the last I say five years was me being able. Snoop and Kobe already had a, a, a relationship, but I, I was able to do something that Snoop wanted to give Kobe 
and I was able to facilitate it because I had a relationship with Kobe, but I had a relationship with his team. I had a relationship with his CFO. I had a relationship with his business partner. And these were two white women. You see what I'm saying? That I built a relationship yes. with not, not knowing what it was going to be used for. I built a relationship with them, and when Snoop had a request, I was able to call, make it happen, and this is when Kobe retired, and Snoop was able to gift Kobe Snoop's Laker car. That still has a major impression on me and, and memories just because we lost Kobe and looking at the pictures and looking at the videos and looking how happy Snoop was and looking how happy Kobe was, and then – that building on me and Kobe's relationship, and then when we seen him at Puffy's birthday party, Puffy's 50th birthday party, and just how happy he was to see me and Snoop, that, that's, that's one of my, in the last five years, that, that's at the top of my list. And what, what I love about that, first is it's not like there's a transaction that took place. Mm -hmm. you, you got out of it what you put in. was It was the right thing to do, and you wanted to make it happen. It was genuine. Snoop didn't call anybody else. He called me. He said, P, I got to do something for my favorite player and my friend for his retirement. I want to give him my Laker car. I called. Kobe flew that same helicopter that he passed in. He flew from Orange County to L.A. Me and Snoop drove that car to uh, the LAX private airport, picked him up. Kobe got in the car with Snoop, brought him back to the compound. And it, it's the memories from Kobe being there, some relationships that came out of there, Snoop's kids getting to talk to Kobe on one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, it, it's, it's priceless. So, so take, stick with the cars. Rider Gang Lifestyle, how did that start? Rider Gang Lifestyle is something that I've had a passion with these cars for a long time. Um, and during the pandemic, you know, I was, I was missing my friends. You know what I mean? Everybody I know from Wiz to Snoop to Exhibit to Mike Epps to Cedric the Entertainer, we all got classic cars and low riders and old schools. And I had started a bike gang, you know, a regular, you know, mountain bike just to do some exercise and getting some people to ride at night. And then that got boring. <laughs> I wanted to do something else, and I called Wiz, and I called a few other people, and then we called Cedric the Entertainer. Cedric pulled up to Wiz's house, no security, no nothing, just me, Wiz, and Cedric, and this was in the heart of the pandemic. I remember. And we just, yeah, we just hit the streets. We rode. Nothing was open. Couldn't even stop to get no food, and then we got to Hollywood, and I wanted to I wanted to take everybody to La Petite. They were closed. We went somewhere else. They were closed. And I I said, you know what, Mel's Diner, I bet you they're going to be open. I said, I bet you they're going to be open because it's 24 hours. It's not a lot of interaction. They bring the food to your car, hook it on the window, and then they, we pulled in Mel's Diner. Those people came out, the employees and the, uh, the owners. They started clapping. They were like, you guys made our day, and we sat there, ate, and fellowship, and 
drank some McQueen. I think that was uh, Cedric's first time drinking Wiz's gin. And we had a good time, man. And we went back through the streets. And as soon as we got home, some riots broke out and all type of shit, right? And uh, Cedric was like, P, you got something here. You got something here. Let's, let's, let's keep it going. So from that, the next week, of course, a few little pictures and videos that we posted, everybody started chiming in. Then it just kept growing is, and is, kept growing. Is, is, isn't that, to me, those are my favorite ideas, the ones that, you know what, it, I just want to go do this. It feels right. Let me go do this. 100%. And like I said, we had been riding. I would call Wiz. He would pull out his Correct. cars. I think at that I think at that time he probably had about three or four old schools at that time. And I think I had about three or four. And we would just ride to different concerts and different events and hit the streets. So then we put a little structure to it. And then everybody started coming. Everybody. Exhibit showed up. Mike Epps. Took Snoop about a month. He has, you know, Snoop has probably about 30 cars. And then he was like, Big P, you lit a fire under me. I'm about to get rid of some of these cars, and I'm about to start buying new ones. So he started getting rid of shit, donating cars that he wasn't using. And I kid you not, Brett, from the first day that he started riding with us, he's bought over 10 new old school cars. He got <laughs> Bel Airs, <laughs> Impalas. He got a car today. He got a he got a car today. I just seen it on his Instagram. Some brand new car. He got a. Uh, a Mustang. He got an old school Camaro. He's probably bought 10 cars since we started. And Wiz and bought me a four new ones. So the shit is growing. You know, we're making some moves. We got a few things in the works to try to try to get it to TV on, on, on the big screen. We're actually doing some stuff. Cedric's setting up something so we can uh, link up with uh, Jay Leno. We're doing something with Jay Leno on November 1st. With his big car collection, he wants some of our car guys to pull up to his garage. So the shit is growing. We having fun, and uh, it started off, you know, like I said, during the pan pandemic with the BLM movement and you know getting the brothers together. But then it it just came to the point to say, you know what, our Latino brothers, they they they're heavy in this car this car culture club and this car culture world. We got to open it up to them. So Mike Epps has some of the Latino brothers that were already working on his cars. He invited them. They ride with us now. And now we've just opened it up to anybody that's with the positivity, not with the bullshit, really have enjoyment for cars, and just want to get out the house and fellowship and have some fun. Well, I, to me, it gets back to what this series is, which is self-made. And it's that idea that you don't have to overthink it. You just – you when the mood moves, you move with it. And that's what you did. It's something natural. It's you. And you know what? Just show everybody. And that's what I, I think is genius. And I remember, I remember the day you sent me the pictures of the, your first day and it just, it's natural. I love it. What's next for Percy? It's, it's what's natural. next for you? What, you have a, what's, ne what's your next big goal? What do you um, want to accomplish? Well, of course, my next big goal is trying to get this true legacy vodka to stand on its own, stand alone, to not to compete with anybody. I'm not trying to say don't drink Ciroc because Puffy is my brother. 
but I'm trying to let people know that this true legacy is the real, and the people are speaking. You know what I mean? The people are speaking. They're saying what it is. Yep. This is what I'm, I'm pushing right now. And like I said, the people love it. Once the people love it, I know I got something good. I'm just trying to – I got a movie coming out. You know, I got my movie coming out, uh, my documentary. It's just the the start to the finish of what I've been doing and answering a lot of these questions that people want to know how I got in the game and why am I so connected. My documentary is coming. Always working on new music. Always got new artists coming to the table. Uh, we got Pomona Dre. He's been a part of the camp for a long time, but he's now got with my cousin and Sugarberry Entertainment, and they've been cooking up some new fires, cooking up some new heat. Some other guys from my part of my town and my city, they're getting ready to drop a, a mixtape called the Southside Division Mixtape. That's YDGS. Pomona Dre is involved with that. Um, I just did a I just did a big merge deal. You know, I've been in the cannabis space, quote unquote, you know, my whole life. But I went legal and just signed a big uh, marketing promotions deal with Pineapple Inc. So I'm I'm bringing all my friends that have brands and merchandise and pens and oils and edibles. I'm bringing them to the the legal side so they can really get their products in the right hand. So it's just a, it's oh I got. I'm going to give you some breaking news. I have an energy drink that I'm involved with, uh, high roller energy you drink. The I just got It's high, high roller energy drink. It's high a company that sweet. came. Yeah, high roller energy drink. It's, 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 it's taking things by storm. And uh, my cousin, I put my cousin on the case to sift through and see what they was talking about. And he did his due diligence. And they came to the table with an offer. So we're, we're, I'm, I'm doing some stuff with the high roller and eventually going to mix it with the uh, with the true legacy and do some different samplings and, That's and right. different you plays. You got to do mixed drinks. You got to do mixed drinks. Yeah, that's it right there, Love high roller. Any, Percy, yeah. any regrets? And, Anything you regret? Uh, any regrets? I, I, the only regret I have is that I'm not cloned and there's not more of me. You know what I mean? Because the things that I do, the things that I do, I wish people can get up and see this is not all the glamour and all the glitz and glamour that people see. It's a lot of hard work, man. It's a lot of sleepless nights. It's of a lot of it is. worrying. Of course it is. Yeah, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of heartache. It's a lot of ups and downs. I mean, people see the flashy things and the cars and the girls and all that shit. That's that's atmosphere. That's not that's not what this real grind is about. And that's that's what I try to show people when I'm up at five o'clock well, in the morning. Well, I know, pers knowing you personally, I know <clears throat> I know the two things you're most proud of are your are your two girls, right? Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. My my oldest daughter is 15, and I didn't get what I wanted to accomplish on the basketball side. And now with her blossoming into a basketball star, and, you know, she, she's heavy with these cameras and technology, and just watching her grow and come out of her shell, 
that's that's my everyday inspiration. That's why I grind so hard. And then with my little daughter, which is she might be bigger and taller than my oldest, because she's four <laughs> years old and she's she's a monster. But she's smart, and she's probably going to be the one that's going to end up taking taking over this whole empire just because of the knowledge and the the the, the wit she has at four years old. This this girl is crazy. You should see the interaction between her and my mom. Is is they need their own TV show. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Curtis, <laughs> before we go, yeah, before we go, I do, I do. Uh, the last thing we do is ten words, word association. Just give me one word answers, okay? Okay. Ready? Pomona. Yes, sir. Pomona. Home. Home. True legacy. The future. Snoop Dogg. Mentor. Vegas. Say that last one. Vegas. Second home. Rider gang, rider gang lifestyle. Having a whole lot of fun. Exhibit. Started this shit. Started this car club shit in my eyes with Pimp My Ride and all that. Started this. Cocaine. My brother. McQueen. McQueen. It's the jam and had gin since I was in high school. I used to drink gin in high school. I have to drink McQueen when I'm with Wiz, and I'm 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 a McQueen head, man. McQueen is the dream, man. That's right. Uh, last two, Death Row. The Family Tree. Lakers. Champions. Percy, I love you. I'm so glad I got to do this with you. You're my friend. I've known you a long time. You're all about relationships. Percy connects the dots, baby. We can all learn from you. Everybody can learn from Percy. Everybody. And let me Good ask luck you, your success. you something, Brent. Go ahead. What does Bel Air mean to you? Bel Air oh, to you. It, it means it's, 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 a, it's my child. It's, it's. I think of all these brands, they're, they're just like my kids. They mean everything to me. It's a living being. It's an organism that keeps growing. It's, it's the most fun I've ever had. It's amazing. It's relationships. It's friends. It's family. Um, it's why, how I, why I get to do this every day. I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. Great question. And Brent, First, I, I love you. Thank you. Stay healthy, okay? Yep. I'm going I'm I'm to end it with this. I want to thank you for taking me and letting me be a part of the Bel Air. I've been having a whole lot of fun with that Bel Air too, my brother. It, we're, we're making stories. We're making history. Love you, Purse. Take care, everybody. You know history- thank you. Stay healthy and vote. Vote, vote, vote. Make sure you vote. Make sure you stay grounded. Make sure you thank God first. And it, it you can pray to God. You can pray to Jah. Just make sure you know it's something greater than you. And always stay.
stay self-made. Fade is the key. Is the key to success. You'll appreciate right. it more if you self if you're self-made. That's right. That's right. Thanks everybody. Thanks, Purse. Take care. Thank you, my brother.